Welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Sound podcast form. I'm Devin. And I'm Luke. And I'm going to have sex with this peach. Gross, Luke. <laughs> it's a very romantic episode this week on Multiversal Q as we're covering... Weddings. Uh, specifically, the Wed If issue that came out in uh, 1994 when they were doing the Scott and Jean wedding. And this is a What If Wedding album, which is What If Volume 2, number 60, which was written by Kurt Busiek, with pencils by Ron Randall, inks by Art Nichols, colors by Bob Sharon, and letters by Janice Chang. And so the like framing sequence that they give is set around X-Men Volume 2, number 30, which was when the wedding ceremony was. And while the Watcher could have been a good guest watching everything at like Gene and Scott's wedding, he instead like goes and chases every single tangent that he hears. Like the first one is Lorna Dane Polaris wondering what it would have been like if Scott and Gene had gotten married earlier. He's like, oh. I bet I know how to find that out. And he goes to Earth 94040. Watch is a bad wedding guest, guys. Not paying attention. Well, and he's not even there. Like, he's supposed to show up for all these important moments. But I guess... And did he RSVP and then not come? That's a wasted plate of food that they had to pay for right there. Mm-hmm. And you know that the Watcher specifically requested the vegan food because he's seen, like... All the stuff that has happened to whatever food was grown. For sure. And he didn't show up. And nobody else on the X-Men is going to get that play because everyone else got exactly what they wanted. On the other hand, though, the Watcher is a notorious, like, bad drinker. And they had an open bar there. I don't know. He could have easily then just blamed it on Charles. Yeah, but he specifically orders his own special cocktail, the Watcher, which is Grey Goose. Uh, gold tequila, uh, two splashes of lime juice, and then a like shot or two of whatever the oldest, most expensive whiskey is. It's disgusting. Is that what you've started to drink now, Luke, other than just coconut rum? I'll let you know. Last night, when I was feeling depressed because of seasonal depression, I went to a bar and I didn't have something with coconut rum. What'd you have? That vodka. Uh, it was called a Tron. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I went to the barcade that's like two blocks from my house. Oh, okay. And I was like, hey, you know, maybe I could meet some fun single people around here. And then it was also like, oh, they're they're open for kids until like 7 p.m. on the weekends. Well, and all the people around me who were there for a party were ordering beer. Or Bud Light. It's like, ah, oh, well, I'm going to be classist about this. For real. So I just watched people who were streaming the new Dragon Ball Z fighting game. That's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, Earth 94040. Let's avoid talking about life. Uh, so the X-Men are preparing to have Beast lead the team because he had graduated and the series 
in real life had been on reprint hiatus for a while. And so this is where Beast leaves the team. Then he becomes the gray furry version of the Beast and joins the Avengers. And so in this universe, Scott and Jean also decide to leave and to get married. And yeah, that whole weird continuity block where there were no new X-Men is really weird because then right after that point was giant size X-Men, which directly led into the Chris Claremont era. So after the wedding, the only X-Men who are still around are Iceman, Havoc, Polaris, and Professor X wants Angel to be the team leader, except that all of them also decide to leave the team. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you wanted us to, like, be able to survive in society. This is what you wanted. Not really. I just secretly wanted a small team of servants. Really? I just wanted to take out life insurance policies on all of you. Oh, no. The mansion burned down. My school. Oh, but good thing I have all this insurance money. Really, I'd like to keep all of you around. As leg donors, you know, chances are one of you is going to get the top half of your body blasted off. And then legs for Charles. Legs for years. Yours in particular look very nice and firm, Warren. I think Warren would probably not have the greatest ones because he can fly. Though, on the other hand, if he has to carry around those wings, I guess he'd be pretty jacked because his wings have to be heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's some good calf workout right there. So as uh, Scott has left, he has become a radio personality. Hey, it's Scott Cyclops in the morning, and I'm here with the number five hit of the week. Please, baby, don't call the sentinels on me. I'm not allowed to play any song that's higher on the charts than five because I'm a loser. Hey, it's your buddy Cyclops. I'm quietly and desperately talking in this voice. I guess I've finally gotten my second mutation. I do like the idea of Cyclops as a public figure, though. Yeah. This is Scott Summers on NPR, National Public Radio. Today in Mutant News. To me, my X-Men. It's just like he'd have to be an NPR person. He doesn't have a fun enough voice. Hey, it's me, Scott Summers on 1025 The Boner, hitting you with 10 hours of nonstop summer jams. In the news today, mutants. And uh, Scott and Gene also have a child <gasps> who they named Charles. I named it after you, Daddy Charles. I think they just should have named his child Ray if it was... Wait, nope, nope, Nathan, Nathan. Gosh, Kurt Busiek, what you doing? And uh, anyways, Professor X feeling like his house is too empty and he didn't have people risking their lives for his dream assembles a new team of Storm Colossus. North Star and Aurora, who are normally members of Alpha Flight. And then the one that really gets me is Cat's Eye, who is normally a Hellion, who is like a lady who can turn into a cat and who is more cat than person. So this new team and Professor X end up going to the island of Krakoa 
And for those of you who have read Giant Size X-Men number one, you know that it's not an actual island. It's actually a living mutant. The island that walks like a man. And they get their asses trashed and it feeds on mutant energies. So it just starts munching on all of them. The Avengers have to be called in, being Thor, Iron Man, Vision, Beast, Scarlet Witch, and Moondragon. And then Sunfire shows up for Sunfire reasons, presumably so he can join and then quit the team. And working together, they're able to defeat Krakoa. But they find out that all of these new X-Men are dead. And Scott, Jean, and the others that show up to the funeral are sort of like, oh, well, I guess we could have been here. But... In the meantime, Scott was working on getting a mutant rights bill passed and was fighting for the mutants. And the Avengers should have been the ones to risk their lives to fight a freaking space island that just randomly registers as a mutant. Why didn't the Sentinels attack Krakoa? Like, that's what I want to see. Because it gives off mutant energy, which is why, like, Charles goes there in the first place. Anyways, we get back to the wedding and Warren Worthington III, a.k.a. Archangel, a.k.a. He doesn't look good when he has his blue skin and blonde hair. No, he does not. He's wondering what it would have been like if he had gotten to date Gene instead, and we get to see Earth 94041. In this universe, Gene and Warren end up dating, so Scott becomes even more serious and tactical, especially when it comes to stopping the Brotherhood. Scott is a stick in the mud. He's like a stick in another stick in the mud. He's just a log. The fattest log you can think of. And when the Brotherhood is sent on the run, uh, Gene and Warren like briefly flirt, which is enough to distract Scott. And Professor X gets injured trying to protect the team. And Scott becomes even more withdrawn and serious. And Professor X is unable to use his powers, so eventually the X-Men somehow find their way to Magneto's base on Asteroid M. They struggle to work together and escape because they blow up the dang asteroid and make it back. And then the Professor reveals, Scott, I was watching you the entire time, (gasps) testing whether or not you would be a good leader. Which suitably makes Scott very, very angry. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah. Daddy Charles didn't trust me to do the right thing. Daddy Charles. I need a new daddy now. Hey, it's Scott Summers in the morning. I'm here looking for a new paternal figure because my previous one gaslighted the hell out of me. And coming up next, 10 hours of country favorites, starting with Woody Guthrie and Sam Guthrie. And we're not technically related, but... There's only one name for Southern people from Kentucky that we know. And before the next mission, Professor X decides to make Hank the team leader. So Scott decides to quit the team and start his own one with Jackpot and Hookers. And in fact, forget the Jackpot and Hookers because that's not really Scott's style. Oh no, I messed up the Futurama reference. Classic line. Episode 2? It's been a while. It's been a while. (sighs) Sigh. 
So Scott gets recruited by the Scarlet Witch and quicks over to join the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. And Magneto the entire time is planning to corrupt him and not actually like give him leadership opportunities. It's like he got signed to the L.A. Lackers. Is that an apt sports reference? Not really. The New York meets. Sure. There we go. That's a slam dunk. Back at the uh, wedding in the 616, Wolverine is sulking because he doesn't want to get into a fight because uh, Jim Lee and that whole team had brought back the whole love triangle thing. And so our final story is Earth 94042. What if Phoenix and Wolverine hooked up? So for those of you who haven't been paying attention to January this month, uh, so everybody thought that Jean Grey died in space and then came back as the Phoenix. But then because they wanted to bring actual Jean Grey back, a solution was devised where Jean Grey ended up in a cocoon in the bottom of Jamaica Bay in New York City. And Phoenix ended up uh, assuming the form of Jean Grey, and that was the one who got killed on the moon. So this is Phoenix right now. Scott stumbles onto Phoenix and Wolverine because she figured that Wolverine would not actually hold her back. But nobody knew that it wasn't actually Jean, and so Mastermind ends up corrupting the Dark Phoenix. The Dark Phoenix saga stuff happens. Phoenix ends up breaking free of Mastermind's control, destroys the Hellfire Club, goes on an even more destructive spree in space, returns, attacks the X-Men, and Xavier is able to temporarily knock her out for the time being, and then they are summoned by Lalandra, Empress of the Shi'ar Empire, to judge Jean on the blue area of the moon in combat, and then during the battle she turns back into the Dark Phoenix, destroys the moon, everybody on it, and then the entire universe. The end. Keep it in your pants, Logan. Look what you did. Does he have an adamantium dong? Like, I don't think that would work because there's no, like, bone. Yeah. But, I mean, do you... Oh, wait, no, that's why they had to come up with bone claws. I guess, does adamantium work on cartilage? Probably not. So, So, like, you can easily... You could probably easily cut off Logan's ears. Yeah. Well, he's got his nose broken, before, like smashed him before. You don't got a nose bone? No. That's weird. This is cardioid. Like a shark. Yeah. And then back in the 616, the two tie the knot and nothing bad ever happens to Scott and Jean again. Yeah. So... Let's rank these universes on Trials of the Multiverse. Are you ready, Devin? Let's do it. I opened up the wrong document. Oh, boy. I know. Oh, boy. So, up first, we have Earth 94040, which is, what if Scott and Jean got married early? I like this one. I mean, the worst thing that happens is, well, Nightcrawler is still alive and out there. We lose, like... Storm and Colossus, which is sad, but like none of the other losses are that important. Nope. 
Oh, I guess we do lose North Star, Marvel's favorite safe gay character. He wouldn't come out for like another 10 years, so it's fine. At the time. Mm -hmm. At the time, we wouldn't have knowingly lost anyone. And we also get rid of the uh, pretty problematic depiction of split personality disorder with uh, Aurora. So, I mean... And nobody cares about Cat's Eye. So, uh, you know, I'm fine with this. And we also kill Professor X off for real. Nah, Daddy Charles will come back. It was Morph again. Morph got killed again. Rip Morph. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like this one a decent amount. How do you feel about it compared to... Uh, let's go Marvel 1602. Uh, yeah, better than that. Uh, Criminal Nova. Better. Son of Santa. Not as good. Uh, and then Expanded House of M. I think it's better than that because yeah. Expanded House of M had a lot more bad stuff. So our new number 34 is Earth 94040. Sutton, Gene get married before GSX. M. Up next, we have Earth 94041, where a bit of flirting threatens to destroy the entire universe. Keep it in your pants, Warren. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to... Space Punisher. Not as good as Space Punisher. So I think you're also going to say it's not as good as the Avengers formed in the 1950s, a.k.a. Agents of Atlas. Not as good. Uh, How about Helen Taylor Nova, the one who went on a righteous spree of vengeance? It's better than that. So then Phoenix Force Jubilee, that fan art that we have. uh, I'd say we put it right under that. Yeah. So our new number 46 is Earth 94041. And then last, oh, wait, 94041. Angel. Fidated. Gene. Scott. Can't handle his shit. And then last we have Earth 94042 which is the Wolverine universe. And uh, this one was sort of, this one was definitely the weakest of them. Agreed. Uh, How do you feel about it compared to Phoenix Bomb on the Scrolls? Phoenix Bomb on the Scrolls is better. Phoenix Frost. Better. So this is better than that one, or that's better that's than better this? Um, Jean Grey was actually in the Trial of the Phoenix. That one I also think is better than this one. Uh, okay, the lowest Phoenix one we have is from the Iron Age, where the Phoenix destroyed the world. No, oh, this is better than that. Uh, Thor had a Swedish accent. Better than that. Uh, Secret Wars 25 years later. I think that's better than this. Yeah. 
So then no more powers. Oh, this is better than that. So our new number 297 is Earth 94042. Wolverine. It's Phoenix. Everyone dies. And then that brings us to our question segment. Do you know where, do you know how people can send in questions to the podcast, Devin? Um, no, I got this. They can make video di- diaries and send them in using the YouTubes. Right? Uh, that's one way. The easiest way is by either emailing us at multiverseq at gmail.com or sending us a message on the Twitter, especially when we put out a call asking for questions. So this week we got two. The first one is from Michael B, who is at Not Really Robot, who I th- I'm pretty dang sure we've answered this one. Gene or Emma, who was the better partner for Scott? Yeah, I think we did too. Emma. I think Emma's the better one because she makes him grow. Yep. We get to see different sides of Scott Summers instead of just stick. But now, how about the third pairing, Gene and Emma? That's that's me trying to make a kissing sound effect. Oh, that is not what I assumed was going on. <laughs> <laughs> this I am not Mick Foley, inventor of Foley work. So let me try that again. There we go. Okay. Were you just like clapping? No, I I formed like two rings with my or two circles with my finger, and then I was hitting them together. Oh, yes. The sensual sound of kissing, le art de l'amour. Yeah. Of course. So, yeah. Silly me. so yes gene and emma together is the best pair because they help each other keep their shit together and then andrew young who's at aw young and then some year wants to know has there ever been an x-men marriage that wasn't a train wreck um um Well, Storm and five so far. Is it though? I'm assuming. Like, but nothing really comes out of that. Yeah. So it's not a train wreck. It's kind of there. I guess. Were you about to say Storm and Black Panther? False. That was a train wreck. They're divorced well, I, was going to list, I was going to list that as an example. Uh, there's Professor X and Lalandra that ended pretty awfully. Yeah. Uh, there was Scott and Madeline Pryor, which ended up pretty awfully. There's probably going to be some bad things that happened for uh, Kitty and Colossus. 
did uh, multiple men end up getting married to Rain, or was that just they had a kid, or, or was that even Rain? Because I know there was that time that multiple man had a kid, and then he just accidentally absorbed his baby. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Comics. Peter David Comics. That wraps us up for this. Heather Hudson in Exiles is doing okay. Yeah, though she wasn't a member of the X-Men. She was Alpha Flight. Everyone's a member of the X-Men, if you believe, Luke. Except for Wolf Spain, who never officially joined the X-Men. But she has been on multiple other teams. Because she didn't believe. And also she got turned into a mutate on Genosha. Professor Charles definitely says no freaks. Yeah. Uh, So Multiversal Q is a listener sponsored podcast where if you support us on Patreon, you get things like bonus episodes. So we have done one of those in a while. Maybe we should do one after really quick to talk about movies. And then um, you also get things like early episodes of our other podcast, Exiled, uh, invitations to bonus backer adventures on that. We say at the $10 a month level, we've got some nice new stuff coming up. And uh, Devin, we're going to be changing things up over the next few weeks. Do you want to go into any details on why that is? Or I don't know how much of your personal life you want to talk about. I have a college internship for grad school. Which caused me now to work six days a week. So Luke will be having special guests every other week. Just to give me a slight break. Yep. And see, I heard Devin say that he he was going to do less work. And I was like, oh, so that means I've got to do like equal work to what we both normally do. <laughs> so February is going to be Marvel Noir Month, where I think we're going to have nine or ten episodes of the podcast. Hooray. Yeah, we're going to be covering all of Marvel Noir, uh, except for the stuff that directly leads into Spider-Verse. And then we'll be doing our normal Exiles coverage because, Devin, you can't get out of it that easily. Nope. And uh, if you're a backer, you can go and see I posted our loose outline of the schedule. So if there are things that you want to see us cover on the podcast, we've got some pretty big gaps on there. So uh, that uh, wraps us up for this week. If you want to learn more about the podcast, you can go to multiverseq.com where we're going to have some new things coming up soon, including a new podcast cover. (gasps) And you can also see our Trials of the Multiverse list. Our Amalgam List, our Age of Apocalypse links, and lots of other good, good stuff. Uh, Devin, if people want to follow you online, where can they do that? You can find me online at Fred Fett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online on Twitter at at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G or at LukeHair, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com. And I've also recently started posting on our Facebook again. So if you could do me a favor and like that and share that stuff, that would be really, really helpful. Uh, sharing what we do Scary. and all of that. 
What? Yeah, sharing is caring. Uh, that helps. We haven't had a lot of growth in the past year or so. So, like, getting the word out, saying that this matters to you, saying that you enjoy this podcast. And, you know, let us know what some of your favorite episodes are. That all really, really helps us and helps me to get inspired to do more really dumb projects. Because I know we're running low on good universes, and so we'll probably have to... Good small universes, so we'll probably have to tackle some of those bigger ones later. Uh, That wraps us up for this week. Uh, We'll see you next week for the start of Marvel Noir. Until then, this one's for Hank. Peace.